Hola and welcome back to the Compasión podcast, the podcast where we unlearn and become the best version of ourselves. I'm your host, Viridiana Bravo, and I want to welcome you to today's episode, which will be about how to find your inner power. I'm coming to you from a very different vibe than last week. Um, last week, if you heard my episode, um, I was going through some stuff and now I'm, a, I'm in a completely different vibe. And it's just a reminder to me that whenever I'm going through something hard, that there's always going to be a better moment, even a few days after. So a small little note on that. I'm very excited. By the time you're hearing this, I'll probably be on my way or in Mexico City. My boyfriend and I are going to celebrate our 10-year anniversary together. So we'll be in Ciudad de Mexico. Mexico City, CDMX, it has like a bunch of names and I'm so excited. It gives me Italy vibes and I've gone to Italy and <laughs> I think about it every single day. I loved my trip to Italy and I was such a different person back then and I still enjoyed it and I think about that trip every single day so I'm so excited to visit Mexico City and just be there and like see myself traveling and being a different person with different mindset. I've talked about astrocartography on here a couple times and Mexico City like is right on my sun line. It's not complicated, but you can just search up astrocartography. First one you get, first link that you get, you can see where, how you would react, how you as a person would react in different parts of the world. Um, your sun line is basically your base, your best case scenario, and I'm currently on my sun line, like where I live right now. But in Mexico, it's where it's like most potent, like specifically in Mexico City. So I'm just excited to be to see how I feel there and to just relax. <laughs> I've been needing some moments of relax and reflection and I'm taking all my books and I just want to be at coffee shops and museums with my boyfriend and enjoy our time together. So that's what I plan on doing and I'm so happy to come today with that energy. I already, I got my hair done yesterday and I just finished doing my nails and I'm so excited to talk about this episode and I just want to get into it already. Before we start, I just want to remind you that if you enjoyed today, Today's episode and you find it helpful please remember to share it with somebody that you love um the past few episodes have been super powerful we had a we had our how to manifest training which was a basically five-step process on how to manifest if you're trying to get into the manifestation world we also had the podcast from last week how you can have it all and it was all about intuit finding intuitive balance in your life. And I've really put my heart and soul into these podcasts. So I hope that you're enjoying it. Podcasting has been my favorite outlet of expression lately. So let's get into this week's podcast, which is all about inner power. So how I started thinking about wanting to create this podcast is because I was thinking about the younger, younger beating. The younger version of me, who I was as a child, and how I've changed from being that child version of me, who I believe that who we are as children is like where all the answers are as to who we should be as adults, which can is a little bit complicated to explain. <laughs> but we're gonna 
take a deep dive into it. I've talked about it before on this podcast, but basically who you are from ages zero to seven, you're a little sponge that's soaking up all the information of earth, of your parents, your friends, your teachers. They're all molding you and forming you into the mindset that you have. And of course, you can encounter different mindsets throughout your life and have really big impactful things happen beyond the ages of zero to four. But basically, um, ages zero to four lay the foundation, (laughs) zero to seven, sorry, ages zero to seven lay the foundation for kind of your subconscious beliefs and the beliefs that will follow you throughout your life. And that doesn't mean that we can't change them. Some beliefs we want to keep, of course, um, but that's where we do a lot of our subconscious programming and of course you don't know this when you're a little kid just playing with your toys or whenever a friend you're hanging out with your friend and they tell you something mean like we're not we're not aware that these hurtful comments or hurtful situations could impact our lives in serious ways in the future there's no way of knowing and as i've done a lot of childhood trauma and worked on it um i've also come to the realization that our parents and adults in our life are just <laughs> are just people who were trying to do the best with what they could. And that has been a really strong healing point in my life. Um, realizing, coming to that realization that our parents were just doing the best that they can. Hopefully out of a place of love. You know, there's certain situations where it's not the case and that's very sad. But there's certain meditations that you can do. I've done healing um, relationship wounds meditations. And you can apply this to whoever you would need to heal um, relationships with. Like we all hear people talk about daddy issues and mommy issues and like all sorts of issues. And those are definitely real things (laughs) that often get made fun of. But it's very important to address these wounds that you have so that you can overcome them and come into your true and your true form of expression and start experiencing all the love joy and abundance possible so so i give you that little explanation um let's go back to my experience which i hope that you can relate to in some shape or shape or way so i was thinking about younger vd and who she was and what kind of kid I was and um from what I can remember I always loved drawing I loved playing with myself like I was an only well I was an only child up to the age of seven so I would do a lot of things alone um unless I was with my cousins or something but I would I remember drawing a lot I remember loving to be in the pool I remember asking a lot of questions when I was growing up and I also remember people saying, Ay, ¿por qué están preguntona? Like, why, why is she asking a lot of questions, like, from an annoyed point of view? Like, kind of just, like, stop. Um, which is definitely something that might have impacted me in my life. And I also remember always feeling, feeling things very deeply. Um, if you believe in astrology, I do. <laughs> I believe in astrology. I'm a Cancer. I'm a Cancer Sun. I'm a Libra Rising, and I'm a Sagittarius Moon. Um, cancers have this connotation of like being very emotional, crying a lot, and I definitely do identify myself as a a very 
strong cancer um side note side piece to this whenever you attach yourself to an idea you believe like full forcibly like i like to see the astrology pages on instagram whenever they categorize cancers into one way of being um sometimes i relate to it sometimes i don't so it's not like we often in a box and all cancers is going to be some some specific way so as i also think there's some healthy boundaries to set whenever it comes to associating yourself to anything really um you can't really categorize a person into one specific way of being but i definitely would say that i'm more on the emotional side and this is something that i struggled with growing up because i often got made fun of for for being too emotional and i'm an easy crier i am definitely an easy crier and i remember growing up this kid once told me um why does it always sound like you're crying and he was probably just being rude or whatever and he didn't see how much that affected me but after he said that I started being more quiet in school and whatever the case that's something that definitely stuck with me and like even whenever i would get emotional over something that was going on um i would resort to crying because that's just how i express my emotions i think that crying is definitely a physical release of the emotions that you have inside and it definitely it's something that makes me feel better whenever i and feeling something very deeply to cry and literally let it out of my body and express it just how people some people express themselves through words i kind of express myself through crying i let myself be with myself i don't like people to talk to me whenever i'm crying um and i like to just take moments to myself and then recollect myself and then come back but it's something that i do and then and often like whenever people cry they're like parents or even like in movies i've seen where parents will say why are you crying like there's no reason to be crying do you want to give me do you want me to give you a reason to cry um things like that definitely built up this shell around me where i thought it was an okay to express my emotions i thought it was an okay to to show that i was sensitive i thought that people would think that i was weak because i would resort to crying or i would cry easily and i was definitely letting other people's perceptions and ideas really impact me and how i was living my life <laughs> so i thought that me being myself expressing myself the way that i do the way that i feel i thought i had to be somebody else i thought i had to be stronger i thought i had to be i i had to hold it in um i didn't want to seem weak i didn't want to seem like any little thing would get to me and i started building up the shelf with which only made me so resentful of the people because instead of them being there for me and being like well let's talk about it <laughs> why does this make you feel this way why do you feel like you need to cry do you want to talk about it stuff like that they'd be like why are you crying there's no reason to be crying and that was very invalidating for me for me this was an example but comments and situations like this that you encounter throughout your life um they build up and <laughs> start um molding you and shaping you into a structured version of you that is basically created to fit the response or the wanted response of others and sometimes we do this subconsciously i didn't know that i was 
suppressing my emotions i didn't know that i should just be i didn't know that it was okay for me to feel the way that i wanted to feel and that it didn't have to make sense for anybody else nobody as a kid tells you those kinds of things at least not in my experience but situations like this are now the things that i start to realize as i grow up that are are really the things that i needed like i used to resort to just locking myself in my room and only letting myself cry whenever i was not to be seen by anybody which is very isolating and very damaging because you, i up until a few months ago i didn't like to see i didn't like my family to see me crying which is <laughs> your family is supposed to be the people that you feel the most comfortable with i had this wall covering this whole sensitive and an emotional part of me and i i was making myself look like the strong one look like like nothing could get to me like comments didn't affect me which was ultimately very damaging because if you don't show or tell people how you feel then how do we expect them to to have a conversation and possibly correct those actions as a result i always felt like i was too emotional Another example of this was I was like in my senior year of high school and I always was a very I've always been categorized as a creative person which I do identify with and my my method of expression of my creativity throughout high school middle school and high school was definitely makeup. I used to do makeup artistry, I used to do special event makeup and I used to enjoy doing my makeup for school especially because we used to wear a uniform and I mean, when everybody looks the same, I wanted to, of course, stand out in some way, shape, or form, as well as do my makeup because I truly, it's something that I enjoyed, it's something that relaxed me, it's something that I could just focus on the task. If I was doing like a heart, like a intricate makeup look, I could really put all my mind, energy, and focus into having the makeup come out good, other than like, you know, thinking about what was going on in my life. And... Um, I remember about to start, I was about to start a presentation um, at school. I was normally nervous, like as one gets before starting a presentation. And it was Friday. I remember it was a Friday and I had red lipstick on and I had a full face of makeup because I would get up super early to do my makeup because I enjoyed it. And I remember since it was Friday on, on jeans, it was casual Friday, so I could wear my jeans. And I felt really cute. Like, I, I just honestly did. And I remember this kid um, yelling, why are you wearing so much makeup? Is it because you're insecure? Like, right before my presentation? Like, are you kidding me, dude? Like, I'm already feeling nervous. And then he said that, which, first of all, made me feel angry. Because why does he need to say that for no reason? And especially because it was right before my presentation, so I couldn't say anything back and i was in front of the teacher it was like right in front of everybody he just yelled it and i was like i felt like super defenseless and i i wanted to resort you know in this moment to crying but i couldn't i was about to do a presentation i don't even remember how the presentation went or what the presentation was about but that comment stuck with me because that kid and probably other people thought that i would wear makeup because i was wasn't secure with myself when in reality the reason that I wore makeup was because I enjoyed it and I loved it and um, it was fun for me but the idea that people thought I was insecure and that's why I wore makeup led me 
to not want to wear makeup anymore to prove the point that I wasn't insecure with how I looked, which stopped me from enjoying it and loving it and feeling creative. A skill that I had that did set me apart from everybody, from from other people, which I was kind of known for, kind of be became this negative thing in my life because it was associated with me not feeling insecure, which in reality, to me, it had nothing to do with that. It had everything to do with me expressing myself, and that was like another way of people. It was like another association in my head, which, which was telling me, you can't express yourself, you can't be yourself, you can't be emotional, and throughout life you go in and like you you keep adding these conditions to your life and eventually what kind of person do you end up being you can, you end up being a fraction of who you were as a little kid with all your love and desires and ambitions and goals that <laughs> goals and skills that you were born with to bring into this life and that's what we want to heal from now I feel like I'm, I'm learning and I'm coming out of my shell and I'm learning all these things that I'm realizing things like this that have molded me into who I am and I want to change my mindset and change my idea and tell myself no just because this person thought this about you it was probably because of something going on with them, within themselves like that kid telling me that I was insecure for no reason, probably had something to do with how secure he felt. Or that kid telling me that he, both guys, <laughs> um, that kid telling me that I always sounded like I was crying, probably <laughs> was, go I don't know, like struggling with something in his own life. And a side note, this mindset has really shifted me into like thinking at like being more um, thoughtful as to how I approach conversations and how do I um, talk to people and like in what ways I give advice or anything like that. I know that I have to be careful with what I'm saying out of a place of love and respect for that person. The past few years have really been some of acceptance for me, uh, for accepting me as I am, for as emotional as I am, for loving creativity as I do, for not being the most conventional type, for being categorized as weird or <laughs> whatever the case. Acceptance of yourself as you are leads to more self-love and accepting those beliefs, truths, skills that you were born with will ultimately help you get to the best version of yourselves because you're going to be unlearning, <laughs> as my interest says, unlearning all those things that we've attached ourselves, all those, we're getting rid of all those conditions that we've started accumulating throughout our lives. Of my family will only love me if I'm this, or this person will only love me if I change this about myself. We want to get rid of all of that because that's not being true to ourselves, that's not being true to our authenticity to what's going to make us feel feel the happiest and the most complete and whole version of ourselves. So I want to propose this idea to you to shift your mindset and start believing that every single thing that you've been judged for, every single thing that you thought you had to hide from yourself is what is ultimately your inner power and what's going to make you feel the most alive, the happiest, and when you start incorporating it into your life again without any negative connotations that other people have put on it, that's gonna ultimately lead you to be the best version of yourself and make you feel the happiest, the most love 
allow yourself to feel success and ultimately help you in every single area of your life because that's what acceptance and self-love does for yourself because you're going to start being authentic and true and we've already established that whenever you're authentic and you stick to your boundaries and you have self-love and self-respect to you you're for yourself you're only going to start attracting people with the same beliefs and that have and uphold that same respect and love for you so that's how you find your inner power think about the idea think about the things that people have told you that are wrong with you that you should change because i see all these comments all these people as tests tests that the universe puts in our in our in our life to see if we're going to bend bend or break or we're gonna stand up for ourselves and say no i love this and <laughs> no i love this and i'm gonna keep doing my makeup because i i love it not because i feel insecure or whatever or whatever um situation applies to you <sighs> so this has been a a true um, journey to find um, to find out that those things that I used to hide from people that I used to I used to lock myself in my room and just only be myself with myself and conditionally love myself like and, and I even had I would question myself like why do I have to be so emotional why do I have to cry after after every single little comment i used to have kind of a, a self a self-hatred for these qualities that characterized me because i didn't understand them i didn't understand what they meant and now that i've leaned in into being emotional i've realized that that's my biggest power my emotion how emotional i am that makes me care for people that makes me want to do this this it makes me want to share with other people how to manifest things in their life and how to heal their wounds and i come from a caring a caring point of view where i just want everybody to feel authentic and love themselves and this is my power this that's how i find my inner power what i categorize as my biggest weakness being emotional and being sensitive was my greatest power apart from that all the skills that i have my skill to be able to do makeup, my skill for creativity, I shouldn't try to negate those or tuck it away or become um, or become smaller to fit into places where I don't feel accepted. That's not going to help me in any other way. And the sooner that you find your inner power, the more that people are going to see it within you and they're going to ask you, hey, how do you do this? And it really comes back to self-acceptance, self-love. So I do have some questions for you to kind of figure out your inner power it's always good to do some reflection on like what have people told you what have you accepted from other people um where have you kind of hid yourself in what areas all those things are good places for self-discovery and i have three questions for you to kind of keep on going with that self-discovery obviously hopefully through journaling so i'm gonna go ahead and mention them right now i want to ask you I want you to ask yourself, what do people come to you for? And I want you to reflect on this. People come to me um, to ask how to manifest, how to create different things. Like for my family will come to me like to create logos or like drawings or 
<laughs> I've been asked to do some readings. So that's, people will also show you what your power is and lean into that. Start exploring it more the, be- the most that you can. So that was question number one. What do people come to you for? What do you complain to yourself about yourself? So where are you trying to change out of a place of, I don't want to say hatred. Hatred is a strong word, but do you complain about yourself to yourself from a place that's not coming from love, from a place of frustration, from a place of sadness, from a place of wanting to be like somebody else or wishing that you weren't this way? And after that, I want you to ask yourself, is it true what I believe about myself? Are those things true? Are the things that people have told you to change to that you shouldn't be this way or shouldn't be that way? Are those things true? How does that feel in your body? What is what does that bring out in you? Does it make you feel more whole? Does it make you feel empty? How does it make you feel? I hope that these questions and these experiences help you. I hope that something came to your head, something that you've been trying to hide or something that you want to change in your life. Um, from a place of negativity think about those things realize if they really are your weaknesses or if they're your most greatest strengths are they your inner power because they very well could be and you could just be self-sabotaging and that's what we do not want here we want to feel strong and we want to feel enlightened and the most happiest version of ourselves because the more that we lean into our power into our love and our inspiration the more that the more people we can light up in this world i also want to share with you um the book that i'm reading i'm finally reading a new book and i will get to read i have (laughs) i have so many books lined up but i'm currently started reading big magic by elizabeth gilbert and it's so good so far i'm only on chapter two but i wanted to share this quote with you um so many good quotes in this first chapter too so the universe buries strange jewels deep within all us all and then stands back to see if we can find them this chapter is all about creative living and she also asked a question in here that you could potentially journal on do you have the courage to bring forth the treasures that are hidden within you which I think is very aligned with this podcast episode. I'll repeat the quote again. The universe buries strange jewels deep within us all and then stands back to see if we can find them. So this is exactly in line with what we were talking about. We were all born with these skills, these passions, this lust for life that we keep tucking away, tucking away as people impose their limiting beliefs on us or their own... um, things that they're dealing with so let's all try to find that treasure within us and see if we can find big magic in our life to reference the book but i was very excited to talk about this and isn't that just a beautiful idea to to think that what we were told were things we're gonna we needed to change about ourselves were ultimately our our biggest strength (laughs) and i love that I also wanted to mention that I I do really want to do this segment on the podcast where we share magic moments. So if you have magic moments you want to share, I'll be posting a question box on my Instagram every single week where you can share magic moments in your life. 
whether there are things you're manifesting things you have manifested or a simple happy moments because i want to spread some positivity and light and bring it to everybody's ears um my <laughs> magic moment is this past week i shared that i was going through something rough and i approached it with such a different mindset than i would have a year ago and that's what it's about being one percent better every single day ultimately realizing that the version of you that existed a year ago that acted differently to the situations in your life it's still there you're still that person and we're simply making this mini upgrade set or ultimately returning ourselves to how we were born on this earth uh, with all the treasures already inside of us so I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it was a little bit of a shorter one, but I hope you enjoyed your week. Please come back for next week um, where we'll be talking about, <laughs> I don't know yet actually, but if you have any podcast suggestions, please send them to me. I always leave my Instagram in the description. Um, that is all for today's episode. Please share with somebody if you enjoyed it, rate this episode, leave a, a review. And if you do, make sure you take a screenshot dm it to me and i'll send you your personalized energy reading of the week i hope you have an amazing day night <laughs> or morning whenever you're listening to this and i love you and if you officially made it to the the end of this episode you're officially now a manifestee which is manifest bestie okay that's all <laughs> I'll see you on the next one. Bye.